time for Spooky, the Spooky Podcast. Chris L. Dillon and Shane K. Witty. Okay, now we're back. This is what, like, episode number five? Man. We've been doing this over like a month. Man, we're like totally overachieving. Right. And then you just heard our brand new intro. Shane hasn't even heard it. I haven't even heard it. Because I am not the creative one. I am here because I'm the pretty one. He's the smart and tech, uh, technology savvy one. I'm the pretty one. And we needed a pretty one for the podcast, the audio only podcast. Just yeah, but you know, it's for the flyer. Uh, it's for the logo, obviously. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, well, I mean, I did mean to bring the intro for you to the new intro I made for you to listen to, but I forgot. Because we record this pretty early in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, you know the weird part was last night, like I was playing Destiny Two, and I was trying to be responsible and get because I was like, all right, I'm gonna be in bed by eleven, and I was, I had stopped playing the game by I think by eleven, but then I started watching shit on Netflix to fall asleep, um, and then I fell asleep for like four hours. Or some four or five hours. I woke up at like four in the morning. And I was up. And then like for like an hour. I was like, man, I guess I'm just going to stay up. And then I fucking fell asleep again. <laughs> at like five. <laughs> and then my alarm went off. And that only gave me like a half hour to get here. And then I had to stop. Because I've, I've spent the past couple of days pretty sick. So I, I stopped to get some, some things for that. Some uh, medicines. Mm-hmm. Some... So Capsules, you weren't so raspy. Some salves, yeah, raspy. Yeah, on on Saturday, like it started in my throat, this cold, and I lost my voice completely. And my son, he literally, he was like, he's ten years old. He's like, you got that rasp, Dad. You got the rasp. Mm. I did. I had the rasp. But, nice. But you might still be able to hear a little bit of right Some now, but not nearly as bad as it was before. So how was your week? Uh, uh, well, I didn't get attacked. With an axe. This is good. Or, yeah, which is always good. So that's two weeks in a row now that I haven't been, you know. Well, I. to be clear, I was never attacked. I was, however, you know, charged with an axe because that just happens. Yeah, he just charged at it, you. Yes. He never and actually, while, like, swung it at you while or giving. Well, no, I didn't give him the fucking chance because <laughs> I was like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm running. Yeah. Yeah. As you should. If anybody exactly. if anybody tells you that you're not like brave or manly enough to face down a guy a, a, a crazed junkie running at you with an axe, <coughs> those people can just go right to hell. Well, I mean, you know, like it, it it's one thing if like, you know, the person came into my house or was on my front lawn, then you know, I wouldn't run away, but not my crappy job. I'm totally running. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Nope, not happening. No, I'm not going to become the, you know, a CSI episode or do right. they even have CSI anymore? I don't know. I don't, I don't watch that much TV unless it's scornball. But, so, you know, the week was pretty good. Um, scornball, I know you're a huge fan mm-hmm. of right. scornball. Thank um, you thank you for uh, giving me a heads up on that so I can start zoning out right now. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> scoring ball overall was a, was a success this weekend. 
with two of the three teams that my household roots for. Now, are we talking about are one. we talking about throw ball here? Or are we talking about bounce ball? No, no, yeah, we're talking about throw ball. Okay, so it's not kickball. Bounce ball hasn't started bounce yet. Ball. Okay, so yeah, see, I don't know what and, the seasons um, are. Um, ice puck hasn't started either. <laughs> okay, fair enough. So yeah, scoring ball. Right. It, it was opening weekend for the NFL, and ah. you know, so. Oh, okay. That makes sense. That's why I didn't understand 75% of my Facebook feed this Sunday. <laughs> You're like, Cowboys are are beating Giants? What the hell is going on? It's the apocalypse. Yeah, no, it's like, you could you could tell, like, at this point. Now, and, and I'm going to tell you right now that I'm probably, this is, this is me piggybacking. I watched that new Mark Marin. uh, special mm. on netflix and he's brilliant but he kind of had a joke about how you know he's kind of how how like this country like the trump presidency and all this stuff has sort of ruined irony for everyone in the world and like it's just sort of ruined conversations too because it's like you could tell me anything right now and i'll be like yeah okay that makes sense <laughs> sure <laughs> oh no that totally happened yeah, cowboys are fighting uh, giants out somewhere. Yeah, sure. Uh, people would be like, "No, that totally happened yeah. on Sunday." Yeah, okay. Cowboys. Yeah, fought giants. Like this time last year, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Like, <laughs> you're like, "No." Nope. Nope. Today, it, it just happened. Sure. Yeah. Sure thing. I'm just, I'm just surprised was, that I woke up today. There was spurs and chaps <laughs> and giant redwood tree clubs. Yeah. It that totally happened. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, I mean, and and I know not everybody's like a sports fan, mm-hmm. but we all have our like. All right, <laughs> real life is just way too freaking intense right now. I need to check out for a couple of hours. Sure, sure. All right, so some people, you know, they take it to extremes, mm-hmm. and you know. Like, I don't play fantasy football or anything, but I will totally freaking zone out and watch a couple games a week. Right. You know, eat some really crappy food. You know, it's delicious, but it's that type of, like, gross deliciousness Mm -hmm. where you're eating it and you're like, oh, God, I hate myself for eating this, but it's so good. (laughs) Like, is that queso with sausage? What? I actually, I've actually uh, done a lot of thinking about that phenomenon in my life, and it actually, I have two names for it. Uh, one of it's called the 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 pork rind syndrome. It's also known as the Ace of Base conundrum. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't I can't hold the laughter in just because you, <laughs> I know where this is going because you mentioned Ace of Base, but. Good. Go ahead. Well, no, it's just like I've never met a person in my life who can't walk past an open bag of pork rinds without complaining and basically being like, oh, my God, it's so gross. It's basically fried pork skin. Gross. Gross. Meanwhile, they're stuffing fucking pork rinds in their face. Just <laughs> but they're like the whole time they're complaining about how gross pork rinds are. <laughs> Same thing with like Ace of Base. You're sitting in the car. You got the radio on for whatever reason. Ace of Base comes on, and then everyone I know will start complaining. Oh, my God, Ace of Base. 
They're the worst. Remember these guys back in the 90s? How awful it was. You heard them all the time. And then like two seconds later, they're like, I suck, suck. And it, oh, like nobody could stop. Nobody can, nobody can like not fucking jam to Ace of Base. But also, it, but they will also complain about it at the same time. It's like the scene in Tommy Boy where it's the carpenters, I believe. You know, yeah. Don't you remember yeah. when I told you that I love you, baby? But but at, at the beginning, they're both like, "Oh, well, you can change it if you want. Oh, no, you can change it if you want." Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> no, totally, totally understand that phenomenon. Yeah, yeah. so I'm with you. Um, so yeah, eat some crappy food. I got a great pork rind story. I hate fucking pork rinds. I do. But even though, so here's here's the reason why. Okay. I go hunting with my uncles um, when I was a kid. We're going dove hunting. Okay. Usually, and. Don't laugh too hard about the name of this restaurant. Usually, we would stop at Chester's Chuck Wagon. Okay, all right. <laughs> for breakfast. Sure. It was a great diner. Oh, I bet. Yeah. They probably had really good chicken fried steak. Oh, they did. See, I could tell just by the name. Mm. Well, <laughs> they had a lot. Of, they had a lot of ch sounds in it. Right. So, this time though, we didn't do that. So in the morning, we load up. We go out. There's nothing for an eight-year-old to drink. Mm -hmm. Don't get me wrong. There's plenty of Budweiser sure. in the cooler. Plenty of pork rinds. Mm. Sure. Staple food. Now, this cooler is the cooler that we would use for every outdoorsy expedition. The week before, we had gone fishing, to which I caught two really nice-sized catfish. All right. And they were stored in said cooler. Uh, okay. Well, nobody washed the cooler out. Oh. So there's Budweiser in there. I'm dying of thirst because at that time, I was living in Arizona, and, you know, it's, you know, two steps away from the sun. Right, you're in you're you're in a perpetual state right. of thirst. I am, I am thirsty. I'm hungry. Okay. So first, I start munching on the pork rinds, mm. right? And I'm like, oh man, this just made me even more thirsty because <laughs> they're pork rinds. Yeah. There is literally nothing for me to drink other than if I was gonna pop a Budweiser, and <laughs> that wasn't gonna happen. Right. So I drink the cooler water. Oh, no. That tastes like the fish that I caught the week before. Oh, jeez. So I've just always associated those. Okay, I can see that. So, like, like, on the surface level, I still hate pork rinds because it reminds me of that. But if you give me a bottle of, like, Louisiana hot sauce and a, yeah. and a thing of pork rinds, I will totally retell this story while I'm putting hot sauce on pork rinds and popping them in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Wow, that's bad. Here's my pork rind story. And I've told this story a couple of times, and everybody who's ever heard this story, uh, they tried to convince me that this was just some sort of like fever dream that I had. <laughs> a but fever I know dream? A fever dream. But no, this was true. This was real. 
is back around, uh, I don't know, early 2000s or something. I remember I went to a convenience store, and they were selling this new product. I don't even know if you can get it anymore. I, mean, I haven't seen it since. But it was it was pork rinds, but they were like they were packaged like microwave popcorn. <laughs> so I guess they were sort of like even more dehydrated. So, like, so it was in that like folded up sort of bag. Like, oh, you know, yeah, you know. totally, totally. And you do it the exact same thing. You'd open it up. You'd like put it in the microwave for a couple of minutes, and then you would get fresh, hot piping pork rinds <laughs> like you would microwave popcorn, right? <laughs> And I'm standing there, and I couldn't believe my eyes. I'm looking at this, this stuff, and I'm like, how does this even work? What is the deal with it? So, of course, I had to buy every flavor they had. <laughs> but the whole time, I was like, how gross. Like, <laughs> your, your cooking skin. <laughs> yeah, in a microwave popcorn bag. They fluff up. <laughs> like it, 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 fun, it, it was just like microwave popcorn. You pop it in there, the whole the thing was flat, and then by the after a couple of minutes, it was like all puffed up and steamy. And I remember Everybody thinking as that. like this like sizzling pork rind that is like fluffed up. I remember putting it towards my mouth and being like, I think this is probably one of the largest mistakes I've ever made in my life. And everything like all memories fade at that point. Like I think maybe I blacked out. But from, I know what happened. From the deliciousness? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it was that delicious. Pork maybe that's why I never saw them again. Because they realized that this could end up being a problem. Because it was so delicious. Or Occam's Razor, it was the worst mistake I ever made. And it was the worst mistake they ever made, so they stopped making it. I don't know which is true. But that's my pork rinds story. Everybody loves cheddar pork rinds. What are you talking about? Yeah, they had all the different... Toss that like... shit in the microwave. Let's do this. Yeah. 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 There was like cheese flavor. There was like barbecue flavor. There was just like original, like regular plain, you know, like, like ranch flavor. I don't know. Some shit. Some shit like that. But I remember I bought every single one. Did you eat every single one? I think I sampled every single one. <laughs> This was a long time ago. Uh, and uh, are, are, I don't know. Maybe I blocked uh, out some of that. You being a little humble, like I, oh, I tried every single one. I didn't devour it. No, you know, you know me. <laughs> like I will, I will cop to when I do fat shit. <laughs> I will absolutely cop to that. So if that was the case, I would totally, I would totally cop to it. But uh, I honestly don't remember. I just remember standing there. It was at Travis Air Force Base in the Class Six. And I was getting some snacks because me and my girlfriend, we were going to have a movie night. And I even remember the movie night. I remember the movie night because we had watched Requiem for a Dream that night. Oh, man. Oh. Yeah, it was the first time so, I'd oh, ever seen a, it. I didn't know uplifting, anything, but... An uplifting tale yeah. of addiction. Yeah, mixed with different flavored hot sizzling pork rinds. Mm. It was a good combination. I, had, I remember we had to have like a, a, a brain palate cleanser. We watched like... Big Daddy or something afterwards, some like Adam Sandler movie or some shit, just to wash the awful. Off I of our had brains. to watch a bunch of porn after watching that movie to cleanse me feeling dirty about the old man screaming ass to ass. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I was so like, I need some normalcy. No, I, I, I need to. <laughs> no, he made that creepy. Yeah. Let me go watch all this porn of ass to ass. So you know, it's not as creepy. Right. Putting it into a better context. Exactly. They yeah. looked like they were enjoying themselves yeah, I didn't on need the, that, like... in the porn in the movie. Jennifer Connelly was not enjoying herself. Mm-mm. She didn't seem to have that kind of look on her face. Also, intercut with like you know, dude getting his arm cut off, old lady going crazy, another dude yeah. dying. No, they... that movie is a downer, not a date night movie. People, yeah. that's that movie where you need to have a good cry and cleanse, yeah, your chi, yeah, or your zen or what? I, I don't know. <laughs> or you need some microwavable pork rinds <laughs> to help you block out the whole night. Well, you know what'll help block out the whole night hmm. is me dropping some knowledge on you right now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we're doing a podcast. Yeah, a spooky the, podcast. The, the, the spooky podcast. So let's let's hear about some spooks. All right. So. All right. As every American know, we have a huge, you know, especially ones in like Minnesota and Wisconsin, know that we have. A huge illegal alien problem mm-hmm. yeah. in this country. Well, we're all aware. It's okay. the worst. Us in New Mexico have no idea what's going on. None. Okay. About this illegal <laughs> alien <laughs> invasion. But we do. Okay. That's where it gets spooky. All right. I'm starting to get spooked. Let's hear it. There's a little town here in New Mexico. Okay. On the Colorado border. Okay. And depending on who you ask, it's either called Dulce. Okay. Dulce. Okay. Dulce. Dulce. <laughs> it's spelled D U L C E to anybody Dude. that's listening. Yeah, I'm just going to uh, go with Dolce. Uh, yeah, I'm going with Dolce, too. Sure. But then I'm also the weirdo that calls Madrid, New Mexico, Madrid, and not... No, man, it's Madrid. Madrid. It's Madrid. Yeah, take your tambourine and your patchouli. Well, no, I was trying, to, I was trying to explain to you. It's not, it's, not for, it's not for people outside of New Mexico. <laughs> it's not for their benefit. It's for the benefit of other... New Mexicans, so you can say, I went to Madrid, and you don't have to explain anything else. You, that other person knows, that other person from New Mexico knows that you went to Madrid, New Mexico, not Madrid, Spain. Okay, I'm totally going to plan a trip then. And with that line of logic, I'm totally going to plan a weekend trip, get away for me and the missus to Cuba, New Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So everyone knows I didn't go to Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> right. La Vega, New Mexico, not Las Vegas. La Vega. Because <laughs> yeah. oh. we also we have a Las Vegas, New Mexico. And if you go there, make sure you know a family that lives there. Because if you go into downtown, they like grill you. They're like, "Who are you?" <laughs> they they're mean. Uh, they are. They've gotten a little better over the years, but I remember in my 20s going up there, I'm like, no, I totally know the, I won't mention their name, family. I'm here visiting, I was like, oh, okay, hmm, by all means, carry on, (laughs) sir. But before that, they're like, I'm going to shoot you in your face, you outsider. (laughs) Get on, get on out here, get on out here. (laughs) 
So <laughs> anyway, Dolce, New Dolce, Mexico. New Mexico. And we'll, we will post a picture mm-hmm. to show the proof okay. I have of super sensitive blueprints oh, shit. of said facility. Proof. Proof. You have it. You have the documents? I totally, I totally have a picture of <laughs> the layout of this base. I'm only laughing because I have seen this picture. I don't know the full story of what you're about to tell, but I have seen this picture. Carry on, sir. Okay. All right. Dolce New Mexico. So. He has the documents. Let's get started, shall we? <laughs> It's so hard to keep a... No, this is spooky. It's spooky real shit well, going okay. on. Okay, so, you know... <laughs> in New Mexico. I mean, you know, New Mexico has always sort of been, I mean, at least for the past, what, 50, 60 years, we've been associated with extraterrestrial life. People know about Roswell. There's all yes. that shit that went down there, apparently. Roswell is a poser, Okay. Okay. What I'm about to drop right now is is akin to this. All right. All right. Roswell is Green Day. All right. Okay. And Dolce is Dead Kennedys. Oh shit. I, I'm just saying. You just you you basically you basically just called Roswell a bitch. I called them a fun pop band, but I'm about to drop some punk rock knowledge. Oh, you know, I don't have a problem with Green Day. Really? No, I'm just saying, in comparison fun. to Dead Kennedys, you just called Roswell a bitch. You're going to take that, Roswell? You're going to take it. Yeah. Oh, no, do. yeah, because now I can totally go get my... If anybody here has never been to Roswell, they ham the alien stuff up. They do. They do. And it's, it's one of those things that, like... I imagine it's similar to, like, people who live in, like, Los Angeles... Or something, and people are like, oh, did you go to uh, Disneyland? I'm like, fuck no, I didn't go to Disneyland. That's, like, down the road. Like, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing about it. That's probably why we'll never do, we'll probably never do a Roswell episode. No, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Just so you know, though, that there are alien-approved couches you can buy at um, whatever furniture store yeah. is on the main Ro- strip in Roswell. The Roswell Alien Furniture Super no, Center. Alien-approved, man. Yeah. Those little gray asses needed something comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're 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 bypassing the the Disneyfied version of the New Mexico alien thing. We're not doing Roswell. We're talking about Dolce, New Mexico. That's right. Okay. This is a town that doesn't even have a stoplight. All right. Why it's obviously a prime location for a secret underground base. Oh, perfect. Okay. Secret underground base. Now, according to one Philip Schneider, Philip Schneider, he was an explosive engineer. Oh, engineer that. Um, and just to clarify, as somebody who's like really good at math, not you know they don't drive a train, just so people. Oh, okay, yeah, I needed that cleared up. But however, trains come into the story as well. Oh, okay, for sure. I mean, rural New Mexico, yeah, trains are going to be involved somehow. So this happened in the ancient times. 
mm-hmm. of 1979. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the I was years. five and full of hope. <laughs> I wasn't even wasn't even uh, a thought back then. So, Everything was in every like the whole world was in like sepia tones back then. Oh, no, it right. totally was. No, and you had, like, little grainy lines and stuff. No, yeah. totally. You know, and we all moved our faces like this. <laughs> Super fast and twitchy, like the silent movies. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's because you guys were all, you, you guys were running at a weird frame rate. <coughs> well, yeah, you know. <laughs> there wasn't as much technology back then, so well, they didn't, we they actually didn't have moved a, they faster. Didn't, they, didn't have a, they didn't have a standard for frame rates back then, so... <laughs> And that's you why you go do. to the drive-in and you'd <laughs> see people that were tall and skinny. You're like, well, that looks weird. Yeah. And be like, oh. And then you'd go to the next movie and people, all everybody would be short and fat. And be like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It just, it just, it was weird. The projectionists the back movie. then didn't yeah, know what they were doing. So yeah, yeah. I'm like, look, you 16-year-old, learn how to run the damn projector. Move that lens or something and focus this thing right. Jeez, man. <coughs> All right. All right, 1979. All right. When he showed up, he started getting concerned. Okay. Because there was a lot of special forces and Green Beret military members okay. on said base. Oh, shit. No. Oh. Special forces military guys on a military base? I, I know. Fuck, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> So, the, so there's a there's a base in, in Dolce, is that what we're saying here? Well, a secret base. Oh, secret. Okay. It's secret. Nobody knows about this base okay. except for me. Okay. So has Philip ever said like who contacted him with his job? No. He just was contacted for a job. He went to Dolce, New Mexico. He was like a scientist and went, "Hey, government job, good benefits, good pay. I'm gonna do this." Oh, sure. I'll go to Dolce, New Mexico. All right. All right, what's going on? Yay. Fair enough. All okay. right, sweet. Yeah. I get to blow stuff up. I'm an explosive engineer. I kind of want to blow stuff up. Yeah, they got deserts out there. That's a good mm. place to blow shit yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, we're on the same so, page. And this is what happened. Okay. The aliens have scoreboard on the humans right now. Okay. Okay. I know we talked about scornball earlier. Right. And there's a, a certain phrase and when it comes to sports where people are like, oh, eh, man, and you just go, scoreboard. All right. Aliens right now get to go, scoreboard. Okay. On us. They got points on us. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. And so here, how's it go? Here, here's how it goes. And here's how the news goes. The Battle of Dolce, New Mexico. The Battle 
Mm, okay. Yeah. No, man. It's like I didn't know this was gonna turn into a Rage Against the Machine song. Man, no, this is like fuck. I'm into this it. This like Rage Against the Machine meets the Civil War. It's the <laughs> battle, son. <laughs> All right, I'm intrigued. This is Bunny Rabbit taking out Papa Doc in Eight Mile. Oh shit! And B Rabbit being the aliens, and we choked. No. And we're Papa Doc, the humans. <laughs> so, in this underground base, okay. a war breaks out. In the base? In the base. Underground? Underground. Okay. Where no one can see. Between the aliens and the humans. Now, so, according to Philip... Philip, <laughs> were we just like storing aliens there? Were we like, I don't know them, how the aliens chill? got there. Maybe they, you know, you know, f- from. I'm guessing it's like an alien day spa, given the layout of <laughs> of the facility. Right. And we'll call that. I'll post that. I'll post that up on our stuff. We'll call this that the the picture you're referring to as Exhibit A. Exhibit A, absolute total proof. You guys are gonna love love how detailed. <laughs> so if you can get on our social media as you're listening to this, we'll we'll post up. Look for Exhibit A so you can really immerse yourself into the battle of El Dolce. So Philip shows up. He goes, "Holy shit!" There's Military guys on the military base, and yes. there's aliens. Mm-hmm. What what went down? All right. There was a horrific battle. Okay. Played out, leaving sixty humans dead. Sixty. Okay. So we have an an absolute number on the humans that died. However, okay. there was countless. Subterranean aliens that also died in the battle. Subterranean aliens. Subterranean aliens. Okay. And we just massacred them shit. I guess, but we don't have a number because it was countless. Mm, okay. So, or maybe whoever was, like, doing the tally couldn't count. Maybe the guy, that, you know, Private Joe Snuffy, right. go count the dead aliens. Ah, there's too many of them. I have no idea. There is a pile. (laughs) So, I I don't know. But we do have a hard number on the humans that were killed. Human casualties. 60. 60 dead. Which is what? Like the population of El Dolce or or whatever? (laughs) It's like a third. No. They have 3,000 people that live there. All right. Fair enough. So, I'm not good at math. So. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, what kind of tipped off Schneider to the, all this, right? Uh-huh. He was suspicious of the engineering operations going on uh-huh. at this super secret underground base. Right. Okay, is this pre-battle? This is pre-battle. Or is this post-battle? This oh, it's pre-battle. pre-battle. Okay. Before the battle happened, he's like, there's some weird engineering stuff going on. And as I said, that because there was Green Berets and mm-hmm. Special Forces... I like how you separate them, because... <laughs> well, no, they are two separate... Well, 
I mean, aren't Green Berets special forces? Yes, they are. No, no, this what that's no, that's what makes this thing so legit. Oh, uh, okay. Because you know the other special forces. I don't know. It could have been Delta. It could have been SEALs. I don't know. I wasn't there in oh, 1979. So you're just saying, like, there's definitely Green Berets, but there were some other dudes, mm-hmm. and they were some sort of special forces. Oh, yeah. They could have been airborne. Mm-hmm. They could have been, like, CIA super spooky spooked. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you got some super serum soldiers, some uh, Captain America. Some Captain America shit was going on down okay. there. Right. I don't know. All right. All right. And this is where people need to really get freaked out. All right. All right. This is where you need to get spooked. All right. The grays, Mm -hmm. according to Schneider, Mm -hmm. aren't those little four foot tall, you know, aliens. Right. We're not talking fire in the sky aliens. Yeah. With the big, with the big eyes and the. Yeah. They are gray though. But these things are seven feet tall, and they stink. Oh. Okay. That'd be helpful. At least you know they're coming. I mean, yeah. You know, I mean, if you see a seven-foot-tall gray thing that stinks, they may be a veteran of the Dolce human-alien war. Huh. Interesting. So... Here's where it kind of gets, you know, granted, I didn't ever had like some super top secret security clearance when I was in the military. Okay. However, I did work with a lot of civilian engineers. Sure. But one thing I never saw a civilian engineer or any civilian employee of the United States government that worked with DOD. Sure. Okay. One thing I never saw them do was carry a weapon. Right. And I can attest to this because I spent, I was never in the military myself, but I was a civilian worker with the Department of Defense, and I was never issued a weapon. Just the thing. They're like, oh, the military guys got guns. We don't need to give the the super sciencey guys, you know, the people that are smart, yeah, uh, guns. Your job is to go be smart. Right. We'll take care of the security measures. Yeah, you gotta not go because in, you gotta not go because, in that room and figure out all your mathology and stuff. Yeah, and then we'll we'll protect you. Yeah, it's not because you know the people that have the guns aren't smart. It's just you know. That's not their focus. That's their, their job is to protect. Exactly. The, the mathologicals. Yeah. And the scientificals. That's right. <laughs> They're so. in there doing rocket surgery and shit. And yeah. Smart yeah. people, you don't need a gun. Go over here and do, you know, math and figure out an algorithm, something. Mm-hmm. All right. Those of you that aren't figuring out the algorithm, not that you're not smart, but here's a gun. You're brute force. Be smart about shooting whatever needs to be Exactly. Shot. There we go. All right. Which, in this case, is seven foot tall, gray, stinky aliens. Okay. Yeah. Protect me from that shit while exactly. I'm doing rocket surgery. I need to know where to put the beam. You okay. just tell me where to put the beam. I'll put the beam there. Okay. 
Okay. So, he's, I guess just walk, his account is basically, he's walking, just walking around. As you do. As you do, on a base. If, if you've never been on a base, kind of what you do, you're like, oh, ugh. I'm tired. Of, I'm yeah. tired of my bunkmate's stinky feet. I'm gonna go take a walk. Yeah. And he comes face to face with this alien. Seven foot tall, uh -huh. gray, stinky alien. Just roaming the halls. Just wherever. Okay. Just bumped into him at the BX. All they're, right. They were both trying to buy a polo shirt and. <laughs> Trying to get that military discount on them nights. Exactly. Yeah. Tax free, baby. To where he freaks out and he grabbed the pistol he was carrying. All right. Remember, he's an engineer. Okay. <laughs> and he didn't kill just one, but two seven foot tall gray aliens. Oh, shit. All right. All right, so as far as hard numbers are concerned right now, it's 60 aliens. No, 60 humans. Well, 60 humans, but I'm saying, you know, I'm counting that as like the aliens scoring, so. Okay. You know, 60 to 2. We got two dead aliens, 60 dead okay. humans. Okay. But we're not at the dead humans yet. We're not at the dead humans yet. It all started when Philip... When Philip lost his shit at the Class 6, yeah, he's like, all I wanted was a bottle of Jack Daniels. And you got these seven-foot gray aliens in here eating up all the pork rinds. <laughs> <laughs> so he, Philip kills two aliens. Right. Black, black. Black, black. Dead aliens. Dead aliens. Right. Oh, I'm a hero. Let me take a picture, posing him with him, like a trophy hunter in the, in the Sahara. <laughs> oh, no, wait, he didn't do that. Um, oh, of course not. Well, no, because, I mean, who, after shooting an alien, would pose with it? I would. Like I all, absolutely would. No, everybody would. That's the thing. <laughs> Philip, you're failing. But That's, this is also a time when you didn't have a, a camera in your pocket. Well, I, you you know, know what? So. They could have just told him, I, I know what camera technology was like at that time. You had to wait for the stupid light, for the damn thing to charge, make sure you had a new four-square flash on it. And be like, just wait, wait, it's warming up. It's warming yeah. up. Yeah. All right, Philip, let's get a picture of you with your two dead aliens. Yeah. But there may be a reason why he didn't get, wasn't able to get a photo. Okay. Because there was a third alien. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. Everybody knows aliens travel in packs of threes. At minimum. <laughs> at minimum. That's why you don't see them at the mall. Because <laughs> they're not allowed. <laughs> You're not allowed to go to the mall of more than three people. So this is like an alien sniper. Oh, fuck. Yeah. No. Philip got fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it was going to be hard for me to keep a straight face. No, it's fine. I'm thoroughly enjoying this. This is good. So, the third alien. All right. Alien number three. He was the one 
trying to get some sunflower seeds <laughs> at the class six right. when Philip shot the two other aliens. And then this alien was all, why you got to shoot my homies, bro? Right. They were just trying to buy some microwavable <laughs> pork rinds. <laughs> so this other alien. <laughs> uh, uh, shot some laser plasma balls <laughs> at him. <laughs> okay. That, that uh blew off some of Philip's fingers. <laughs> There's too many f- sounds in this whole thing. <laughs> Philip fucked up <laughs> when he got his fingers fucking blown off. <laughs> Actually, Philip was there to get falafel, uh, <laughs> a funnel cake. I don't know. However, Philip's life was saved. My God, I'm actually crying. <laughs> Philip's life was saved when a green beret gave his life to protect Philip. He jumped in the way. I don't know. Of the of plasma the laser, balls. The plasma balls. Yeah. The laser yeah, beams. That green beret, he took the balls to the face <laughs> to save Philip. <laughs> this is already turning out like it was. It sounds like if Quentin Tarantino were to make it like a an alien movie. Like this. It's just like right off the bat. There's just a shootout. A tense Shoot up. They probably sat around and had a conversation about fucking milk or something before <laughs> everybody starts shooting. Right. Here's the thing. It's like on its face. All right. We have this secret, this super secret underground military base uh-huh. that is stocked with Green Berets and various other special forces. Right. A bunch of engineers that carry weapons with them. Well, I mean, you got aliens roaming around in packs of at least three. But that's the thing, and people will see this when they see the picture of how this alien base is set up. The super (laughs) secret subterranean... Exhibit A, (laughs) Is that, of course it makes sense that there is an underground war going on. Somehow we managed to get the aliens to come to Dolce. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, when all, hey, we can totally get rid of that that stink on your gray flesh. Right. Get you a pedicure. Right. You know, we'll put some avocado slices on your eyes. Yeah. They'll have to be super huge avocados because your eyes are so big because you're seven feet tall. And in return, you will give us some of your engineering secrets. But instead, we decide to have an underground war. Okay. But... And they'll see the and people will see this in the the super detailed schematics. <laughs> the blueprints. The, yeah. the blueprints is that there is a train mm-hmm. that goes to Los Alamos. Oh well, of course. Oppenheimer was there. Oh. Einstein was there at sure. Los Alamos. Yeah. So, obviously, the aliens want to go see that. I guess we'll give them transport, even though we had a war with them, or we're having a war with them. Right. 
Well, I don't think the intention initially was to have a war. You know. I'm thinking the aliens were probably pissed off because of where they got their floor in the super secret compound. <laughs> Underground, it's like, can we put in a, can you, can you make the, the, you know, the advanced race happy, put them on the top floor of this super secret base, put in some skylights so they can, you know, check out the sun and the moon and the stars. No! You aliens, get down. Now, I'm just saying is that if we have underground aliens, what is a wall going to do? What? What? I don't know, I man. mean, th there is a place in this super secret compound for UFOs to land. Right. So this super secret base is saying, hey, aliens, come on down. Oh, look. We have a nice buffet for you and a whole floor where you can live. We set up, ah, we set let's up fight. Some, <laughs> set up some bunks in the same area where we store all the MREs. That sounds like something we would do. All I can think of reading this whole thing is like, um, you know, Norse mythology Valhalla. Okay. Right? Hold on. So. <coughs> <coughs> So Valhalla, you know, the Hall of Warriors, mm -hmm. every day there's a giant feast to start the day. Right. And then all the warriors fight until they die. Right. Well, you know, quote unquote die. Right. Because they're preparing for Ragnarok. Yeah. Next day, they're all back. Sure, yeah. They're like, oh, when you hit me with that axe in the face, great move. <laughs> I, I'm totally gonna totally improving on my deke, yeah. so you can't hit me yeah, in the face training. with an axe just, again. Yeah. Enjoy your turkey leg, and um, oh, sweet some mead, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, just training, just like Groundhog Day style. Yeah, so I'm just like. Okay, is this like some weird kung fu battle where you're like, come on down, aliens. Come on in to the super secret underground base. Okay. Right. Here we go. We're going to fight. <laughs> now that you're here, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen because we're trying to impr improve our skills, and then you guys can improve your skills. You know, your engineers can carry guns too, or I'm sorry, plasma ball laser gun. Fucking, I don't know. Just, yeah, I like, yeah, that's that's kind of, I mean, the aliens are roaming around in packs, and they have weapons. Yes, because that's totally what happens on military bases. Okay. Well, I mean, at least the normal ones that totally doesn't happen, but maybe the super secret one, everybody's allowed an open carry permit. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. But I had a secret. lot of fun reading up on this. Right. I came to this. I was at a birthday party and uh, was talking to the mother of the child. Someone who I hold near and dear to my heart, uh, and she asked about the podcast, uh, and I told her what it was about. She's like, "Oh, have you heard about the Dolce <laughs> secret underground alien base?" I was like, "No, 
No, I haven't. And she's the one that got me the blueprints. Nice. And, um, yeah, I started reading about it, and it was just, it was, it was a lot of fun reading about. All right. So where we're at right now is we've got two aliens dead, one alive. He's got a plasma ball rifle, and he has blown off Philip's fingers and has killed a green beret. Yes, but I have no other information just other a, than that. Just a battle ensued after that. Somewhere underground. Because, you know. This Green Beret is the Franz Ferdinand of the Dolce <laughs> alien massacre. This is what I'm gathering. Yes, yes, that Green Beret was the Archduke Ferdinand. <laughs> <laughs> and the alien was the Serbian anarchist. Right. So, so that just kicked off that this battle that ended up with underground mm-hmm. that ended up with countless aliens dead and sixty humans dead. Okay. But Philip managed to survive minus to tell, to a tell few, his tale minus a few fingers. Hey, you know, way to go, Philip! Way to try and get revenge for your fingers. So Sat out this? the whole battle. So what's the aftermath of this? There is no aftermath. It just just, happened, and then Philip later on was like, yo, this happened. Yeah, this happened. (laughs) There is no resolve to to the situation, which is why I found this so funny. You know, I know we said that we were going to try and take things away from, you know, New Mexico and do more global. But when I came across this, oh, my God. (laughs) I'm like, I'm like, What? It's like it's like watching a Stephen King movie, okay? It's like watching a Stephen King movie. You're like, oh, this movie's pretty good. This movie's pretty good. This movie is pretty good. And then it just ends. And you're like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what this story is. It's like all this, oh, I'm an explosive engineer that carries a gun and an attitude. <laughs> this is like Renegade Cop from the 80s. <laughs> Just like, oh, fucking A. But it was a lot of fun. I laughed a lot. I wanted to like spill beans to you during the course of, of reading on it. But I, but, and, but yeah, you we, were, had this, you, we had this yeah. whole week where I was like, save it for the podcast. Yeah, you're for all podcast. save it, save it. I'm it. like, yeah. I'm freaking dying here. <laughs> I am. Yeah. So basically, Philip is fingerless. <laughs> and I'm assuming he, now he's just using the internet as a platform to tell his harrowing tale. His harrowing tale of killing two giant stinky gray aliens and the honorable sacrifice of the Green Beret who is never named. So he doesn't give any other information? No! Just it's, a battle no, it just happened. Just trust it. It's on the internet. It's and then true. it just it's ended, totally and then they were like, all right, we'll just <laughs> yeah, better just yeah. take off. We didn't put sanctions on whatever planet like, <laughs> the aliens came from. So would it be safe to assume then that like this underground base is no longer operational? It's just filled with bodies, mm. and they just left it there? They're just like, whoop, that... That, Ooh, was, that didn't work that out. They just locked it up and just. Oh, yeah, they left. locked it up. <laughs> they made sure to fill the the UFO landing uh, pad with concrete. Because when you see this, it's. This thing's so highly advanced. 
Yeah. So highly advanced. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. Well, I'm assuming. I'm f- I would go ahead and make the assumption that they took whatever UFOs they had and then just shipped them out to the storage facility that they have under the Sphinx in Egypt. That would be my assumption. Well, you know, there are <laughs> 179 huge underground uh, bases, according to this article, each roughly costing $17 billion a year. Hmm. And it's all on black budget. Right. It's like black budget being like the, what's it called? The dark web. Oh. Yeah. It's like the dark web of budgets. Gotcha. That's why, you know. Well, that's why they had all those black ops dudes there. Well, yeah, duh. I mean, come on. Hmm. <laughs> I wonder if Alex Jones has talked about this. Oh, he probably has. Oh, you know what? I bet you what they did is the government ended up the the super secret spooks in yeah. the in the government yeah. said, "Oh no, we totally closed that thing." But instead, they turned it into a FEMA death camp. Yeah, probably. Well, and if you look at Exhibit A, there's a lot of levels too. So they probably have, you know, weird like child sex rings down there. And, and they serve pizza every day too. Well, sure, yeah. Yeah, it's always on the menu. Aliens yeah. love pizza. 24 hours a day. It's like a cruise ship. You can just get pizza whenever you want. <laughs> Got to keep them happy. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Is, have you ever played any of the Fallout games? Uh, I think I played like the very, very first one. Yeah. When it was still on the PC. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah or am they, I thinking they, of Half-Life? Well, it kind of reminds of... me of Half-Life 2. In that sense, but because in Fallout, it's, there's there's a big nuclear war, and then there's this company funded by the government called Vault Tech, and they create these underground vaults for people to hide in when the nuclear bombs drop. But nobody knows that basically every single one of these vaults is essentially like some sort of weird government-funded like social experiment. And then so they'll like there's like one where every uh, Every certain amount of years, like, a person is essentially elected to become, like, overseer of the vault. But, like, it's also, like, a death sentence. And so people start voting for people that they hate to become the the person who runs the vault because they'll end up dying after a certain time. So they have these, like, political campaigns within the vault. Like, oh, fuck that guy. Make him overseer. Or shit like that. Or like, there's one where they 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 pump in psychedelics like in the, oh, in the vents, you know, just to see what happens. And uh, do they have music and cartoons? Because that would be awesome. I want to go in that vault that pumps in psychedelics, <laughs> probably plays music and has cartoons. Yeah. And then you can be like, oh no, I totally. Oh no, you don't you don't listen to what's going on on the cartoon. You just watch it to the music. That's how you get enlightenment, man. That's how. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's just like countless of these vaults and they each had like, the, like my favorite one that I remember reading about was uh, they had come up with where this one guy goes into a vault. Like he thinks that there's going to be tons of people in the vault with him, but he ends up being there by himself. And like, uh, and then like a shipment comes in that he thinks is like food or something, but it turns out to be a box full of like hand puppets. 
And then he just ends up going fucking crazy and, like, becoming friends with the hand puppets. And he sits there and, like, talks to them and puts them on his hands and, like... Mm, is there any sexy hand puppets in there? I mean, you're prob- alone. Probably. I mean, I would assume. <laughs> but he ends up, like, forming this whole society of him and hand puppets. Because he's in there by himself for however many years. That's what it reminds me of. And then, of course, Half-Life which is about a scientist who goes to a secret underground base <laughs> in New Mexico. <laughs> of course. And accidentally opens up a portal to another dimension that lets in what it's we just totally call happens. aliens, basically. Maybe he was on the... Uh, That's what it was. Philip was fighting the Combine <laughs> from Half-Life. <laughs> opened up a dimension. Yeah. Our first episode being about the, the haunted Mesa. With the portal yeah. to the fifth dimension. Oh, it's all it's all making sense now. Yeah, they open it up. It, They're like, oh. hey, everybody, come on out. We got all sorts of chimichangas made by <laughs> nuns. <laughs> <laughs> made by nuns that were kicked out of their house for three months. We're selling, we're selling uh, microwave pork rinds. We got the good shit here on Earth. <laughs> on the Earths. On Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's the land of enchantment, because it's a secret alien, uh, spiritual spell that binds you here, <laughs> or something. Now I have to admit, I have to admit, I feel I'm feeling a little, a little upset. I'm feeling a little blue balled here, because the story was getting real good, and then it's just over. No, no, it's it, like I said, it's like watching a Stephen King movie. It's, it's like oh, and done. Yep, 60 humans dead. We know at least two aliens, but according to the super official accounts, countless aliens, subterranean aliens, (laughs) not terrestrial aliens, no. Well, that's the question, too. Are they they aliens like they came from another planet? Were they subterranean in the planet that they're from? Or are they subterranean creatures from Earth, but we just call them aliens? I don't know. That's what what makes it spooky, in my opinion, is you get to make up whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) You'd be like, they came from the middle of the sun, and they were like, I'm so sick. It's like when, it's like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's like Dearborn, Michigan, right? Dearborn, Michigan's got a huge Muslim population of people that have come from various Muslim countries, Uh and they're like, oh, I don't want to see another desert in my fucking life. Where can we go? Dearborn, Michigan. Be like, sweet, a blizzard? Awesome. This is, yep, that's happening. Maybe these maybe these seven-foot-tall aliens came from the sun or Mercury, you know, someplace hot. And they were like, oh, I'm so sick of being hot. Let's go underground. (laughs) I don't ever want to see the fucking sun again. I don't know. Hey, we got maybe some. That's new... a, maybe that's the rise of the lizard people, right? Because they're like cold-blooded. They well, it. Exactly. Hmm. Think about it. Two I don't want two. to because I'm American, and I think about it, and it just makes me more confused. And then because I'm American, when I get confused, I get angry, and I start to hate. <laughs> I start to hate things. <laughs> I hate all seven-foot-tall gray things. I hate them. Shoot them. I mean, elephants are okay because they're taller than seven feet, but still. If it's tall and gray and not an elephant, I hate it. <laughs> if I see one of them, I'm slapping leather. It's going down. 
Pull out my 30 out six. I'm an engineer. I walk around with a pistol. <laughs> I'm an explosive engineer. Actually, you know what? And now, one of the things that I hate to do is lend any sort of credence to what we're saying here. But I will say <laughs> is that when I worked, because I did mention before, I did work for the DOD and they didn't issue me a gun. However, uh, I was they did offer me at one point to go do what's called a hardship tour, which is basically I had to do 365 consecutive days in a war-torn battle area, whatever. At the time, this was about two, this was 2001, 2002, they wanted to send me to Bosnia. Oh, or were they saying they were going to send you to Bosnia, but they were actually going to send you to Dolce, New Mexico? Maybe. Could be. But I had the option. They gave me the... Which was weird because it was roughly, especially since now we're talking about, because we're recording this on 9-12, but when they made me this offer, this was post 9-11, mm-hmm. maybe a few weeks after. And I remember thinking, like, why, they're giving me the option to go to either Bosnia or Afghanistan. I got to choose. choose and I remember Bosnia. sitting there thinking, I was like, what? They're go to, getting ready to go to war with Iraq over the shit that happened supposedly from Afghanistan. I was confused. I don't understand. I don't understand. I'm also not a, a politicianizer, so I don't understand all that stuff most of the time. But given the choice, I was like, well, if I was going to go, I'll go to Bosnia, but I don't really want to do any of this crap. And, they, and part of their pitch to me was, well, if we send you there, we will issue you a sidearm. So had I made that decision and gone to Bosnia, I would have been packing. And that was actually part of the decision why I didn't go. Because I was like, I don't want to have a job where I carry a gun. Hmm. And you would have been wise in choosing Bosnia. Bosnia, that whole region there, the former Yugoslavia, yeah. basically looks like New Mexico. Yeah. Down to the women. They <laughs> they like got all their beauty makeup tips from cholas <laughs> they do the whole pencil on the outside of the lips thing oh make their lips look like a butthole uh, yeah sweet yeah. <laughs> no and so you know i remember this was 2001 2002 the whole thing going on in bosnia was not oh everybody not was losing great. their mind at that time yeah mm-hmm. yeah and it's just you know and i was like i don't want to do that i'm gonna go back to New mexico and i want to make movies and be funny for a living <laughs> so yeah that's what <laughs> that's how that worked out <laughs> So it could have been. Maybe I would. Maybe there was another battle that went down that I missed out on. Well, I could have. I could have blasted could've. some aliens, lost some fingers. Could have been like the video game area fifty one. <laughs> right. And why is it always underground? Why can't they make a volcano base like a cool Bond villain? Right. You know. Yeah. No, bury it. <laughs> well, I mean, Look, supposedly, I want a view. supposedly, mm-hmm. you know, they've carved because here in Albuquerque we sit. Nestled in the valley, on one side we have the beautiful Sandia Mountains that, according to some people, are completely hollow inside and they just got military shit and missiles and shit going <laughs> well, they on. Do have a, I remember there was a time here where they were constantly going, Oh, a new secret military base revealed in the Sandias. You're like, Oh, what? No, I mean, I have no doubt, but I remember growing up just under the impression that one day, just like the the peaks of the Sandias were going to open up and missiles were just going to fly out. <laughs> the Sandias are totally made out of paper mache. Yeah. <laughs> so they're it's all a built ruse. like... It's all like the, the whole top of the mountains are just on a hinge and they can just flip them open and fire missiles out of them. 
giant missiles. <laughs> it made you know it made sense when you're 12 and you're on a New Mexico education. It made sense. Yeah, like, well, you totally see that happening. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Hollow mountains totally makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, I think that's our show for this week. And uh, I think next week I'm going to come with some information about the spooky Denver airport. The spookiest. Which I just found out recently. Uh, there's some there's some stuff. People are think some things about the Denver airport that I'm finding out about. And I'm finding pretty fucking hilarious myself. And the Denver airport, by we mean the Denver airport that's in Kansas. Yeah, basically. Because it's so far. It's like so far, but it's also something like, you know. A thousand acres or miles wide. I don't know. It's big. It looks like a big bowl of ice cream, but <laughs> it's 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 supposed to represent the Rocky Mountains. I'm like, it looks like it just went to get a soft cone at Dairy Queen. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I'm walking out with, like, four of them all. Hey, kind of looks like a different airport. <laughs> so we'll be back with that. In the meantime, like I said, on the on our social media, probably on Facebook, which you can find on Facebook.com slash the spooky podcast. We'll have the uh, the diagrams, the blueprints, the proof about proof. the <laughs> can't even holy shit. The Dolce <laughs> underground base where the battle of Dolce happened. And you can you can look up the harrowing account of Philip of <laughs> Philip. And him getting plasma, <laughs> Schneider. Philip Schneider, Philip. <laughs> getting blasted, his fingers blasted off by plasma balls. <laughs> sure you Before could a Green Beret jumped in and saved his life. If you're interested, do some Googling on that. My name is Chris L. Dillon. And I am Shane K. Witty. And I want to just remind everybody, we are recording this on September 12th. Uh-huh. And I want you all... To never forget, this is the day that Johnny Cash died. That's right. So shout out to the man in black. Hell yeah. Never forget, never forget, man. (laughs) (laughs) Be wary of seven foot tall stinky things. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just good life advice. Uh, You know, I'm thinking. (laughs) And in fact, with your job, with your job where you get charged at with an axe, that's also a good... (laughs) Be 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 wary of seven foot tall sneaky things coming don't, at you at night. Don't touch don't touch hot stoves, and be wary of seven foot tall stinky gray things. Don't stick forks and toasters, and stay away from seven foot tall stinky things. That's your that's your life advice for this week from from Spooky. You're welcome. The Spooky Podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.